This is Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Sam Forsberg. Hi, Sam. It's uh, again. It's that, that time of year that uh, we all start thinking about Christmas and uh, New Year's resolutions too. But quite often, it's probably quite a good time to start thinking about some of the achievements that you have actually already already done and celebrate them. What do you think? Yeah. Hi, Paul. Well, it, it's a strange thing because we get to this time of year and everybody gets a bit busy with Christmas and, and there is that kind of push, you know, about resolutions. And, and to be honest, for the last few years, I've not really bought into the idea of setting resolutions. So mm. um, I've found it's been much more um, effective and, and enjoyable for me to actually just reflect on what I have achieved with this year and, and take some time to celebrate that. Yeah, it's it's um, a really good idea um, to, but maybe not even just wait until the end of the year when the, the when the uh, the New Year's resolution uh, dooms its way over you again. It, it, it's something that you maybe could do every six months or monthly or whatever's most convenient to to you and your your way of life. Really, is to to have a look back and 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 celebrate some of the achievements that you have done. How would you normally do that yourself? Well, you're right there because I think you know it's it's one of those things that needs to almost become a habit if it if it's something that you you feel is helpful and and so for me personally, um, I've I've gone from being somebody who never celebrated my achievements because I was always an overachiever, so it was always a focus on what's still not done or what what is the next step rather right. than actually stopping and enjoying the moment of achieving, and so. I went from being a complete novice <laughs> to to never celebrating anything yeah. to to actually having to um, learn on a real daily basis how can I recognise achievements because I wasn't even in the process or in the habit of doing that. Okay, so that's that's quite a steep learning curve by the sounds of things. It is. Well, I've got a, a special little tool that uh, I was introduced to that I'd love to share with everybody, especially for those people who are not at all used to uh, to stopping and recognising when they've done something good. So can I share that with oh, you? Oh, it sounds like a hot tip coming <laughs> up, so go for it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, great fun, really. Um, the challenge is that for a 24-hour period, you celebrate absolutely everything you do. And so when I say celebrate, that could take whatever form you want it to be, whether it's a, a sort of a pat on the back or a, a little yes, you know, or, or whatever, however that looks for you. But to actually do something to, to acknowledge every single thing you do. Okay, so you're saying that when I go first thing in the morning and I make myself a, self a cup of coffee, I then have to um, start jumping up and down and waving my hands and celebrating <laughs> that I've made a cup of coffee. Is that what you're saying? If, if you want to do the, the dramatic thing, then absolutely. <laughs> um, but yes. You get up in the morning, you celebrate getting out of bed. You go make yourself a coffee. Damn, Paul, I made a good cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> you go to the toilet, you celebrate every single thing for 24 hours. That sounds um, quite bizarre and, and, and possibly <laughs> insane, I think, that some people may suggest. It is, but I tell you what, that after the period of doing it for 24 hours, you'll be amazed at just how much it's become a part of, of who you are. You just start, you know, obviously not to that degree, but when you do actually achieve something, particularly if you've had something that's been bothering you or a challenge and, and you've actually gotten through it, immediately you'll just go, yeah, 
you know, and, and you'll be able to acknowledge that in a way that you haven't been able to before. It's really, it's, it is very bizarre. It feels really, really uncomfortable at the time, but afterwards you just feel great. Yeah. I, I, I bet also for a lot of British people who um, have a terribly stiff upper lip um, that they tend not to be very good at celebrating their own achievements. So having this kind of a, a 24-hour celebration of everything you do although it may seem quite strange to start off with it, it definitely does it's going to give you enough practice in a very short space of time to, to be able to rehearse those kinds kinds of celebrations that you should be really doing on a, a slightly more regular basis maybe not every five minutes but <laughs> definitely when you have done something good <laughs> that's right and it's it's something that after after you've given it a try and you've gotten used to the the, the sort of process of, of acknowledging yourself and celebrating it in some way that you can then adapt it to however that needs to, to work best for you. So this year, um, my, my partner and I actually got into the habit of, of backpatting ourselves. So, um, you know, if, if I did something that, that I felt particularly happy about or that, you know, I'd overcome something that had been a challenge, then actually stopping and physically just patting my back and doing it for myself. But what was great is that um, after a while, you know, particularly if we were stuck in the middle of something that we were challenged by, um, we'd end up saying to each other, have you patted your back yet? Mm. And And just being able to reflect that to each other and going, oh... Well, I haven't yet. And stopping just that, that two seconds to, to just tap your own back yeah. just had a, a significance to it. And so it's not something that we were doing every day then, but just you know, often enough when, when it felt important. And the other thing I think that can be good is when you have a really big challenge or something that feels particularly important to you is actually to set some sort of reward for yourself. Mm. Yes. Um, I mean, I must admit, I'm, I am a, I'm confessing here that I am a self-back patter, <laughs> but I have done that in the past and I'm not ashamed of it now. I can open, honestly admit it. So what other ways of celebrating would you normally uh, uh, do besides your, your back patting? What else is there? Well, again, it's something that I've had to learn to do because I, I certainly didn't do it naturally before. And that was to actually um, choose a reward for myself if if there was something that that I was um, facing that uh, that you know I, I felt needed a little bit of extra boost. So, mm. um, in fact, when I was completing my coaching studies a few years ago, I actually set a reward for myself um, that was really meaningful and that would allow me to really celebrate the depth of that achievement because it was so phenomenally important to me. Yes, and uh, and that just put a, a completely different perspective on on the achievement and and actually. On the journey that had taken me all over that time to to really get there mm. yeah i mean it's, it's funny isn't it i was just thinking that when when we're not used to celebrating what we've done and, and patting ourselves on the back and 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 setting up these these special celebration things that we can do we we oftentimes sort of get to this time of year and we tend to focus on the things that we want to do next year because of the things that we haven't done this year. Whereas if we get into the habit of celebrating what we have done, then fingers crossed, you you will actually be able to um, close this year down on a high note and then 
I, I really think that that gives such a solid grounding going forwards. And, and it is really easy to focus on what's not great and particularly in the, the sort of challenging economic climate and, and the uncertainty that, that you know, the world is facing at the moment. It's really easy to focus on the things that, that are not fantastic. And, um, you know, when, when in fact, even if you didn't have specific... Um, you know, if you're not in the habit of setting goals or having a formal process around that, um, there may be things this year that you've achieved or, or challenges that you've overcome that you just actually aren't aware of. So you you go into the next year thinking, oh, you know, what a crap year. I've not, not done anything or, you know, it was a waste or, or there are all these things I still haven't done. Mm. And, and then you're feeling quite, um, you know, sort of quite low about that and, and you're trying to move into all these resolutions or these things that you want for the new year um, with, without having a, a very solid footing to start from. So I think by celebrating what you have achieved and, and actually for some people that might be you know, a challenge in itself is actually just stopping and, and exploring what it is you have achieved in 2008. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've already, um, I mean, it's something that we were taught at the, the coaching academy where, I, where we'd both trained, actually, um, is to do a um, circle of life. And basically, it's just a, a big old circle with cut up intersections. And I write down what I want to do over the next six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't look at that again until six months later. And I can then have my review period and have a look at the things that I have achieved. So for me, that kind of tracking is is critical for me to be able to celebrate the things that I have done mm-hmm. and focus on the things that I want to work on going forwards. So how, how do you record yours? Well, I really like that actually, Paul, that you've got this way of, of being able to check back because mine's been a little bit more ad hoc. Mm. I, um, I'm a, a big fan of, of journaling and in fact it's something that I sometimes need to remind myself to still to do because even though I love it, I still forget sometimes, get out of the habit of it. But mm. um, just exploring what's important to me or, or what, what I really want to focus on. And that's, that's what I'd done for 2008 was I'd spent some time journaling and set down sort of six or seven key intentions for the year that were really about allowing me to find the type of lifestyle I wanted and, and to prioritize some of the things that I hadn't allowed myself to prioritize previously. And it's quite amazing to now look back and even uh, from about October, I'd actually fairly well achieved all of those things without consciously checking back to them, but they'd just been kicking away because I knew in my heart that those were my real clearest priorities and intentions for this year. Yeah, same same thing with me when I'm recording those things on that, that circle of life. I don't necessarily have to review them on a daily or weekly basis. Just the fact that I've recorded them in a place that I know I will be going back to at a later stage, mm. it seems to have put it in my subconscious and it's there working away, doing the business. And six months later, I find that most of my goals or intentions or whatever it is I've noted down, I've, I've pretty much achieved or um, my direction has slightly changed due to other circumstances. So it's not such a big deal, but definitely uh, recording is, is a big thing. 
Yeah, and, and it's great that you know these things, these goals, these intentions, or or these areas of focus that we want to have. You know, they're very flexible and they can be changed. And and like you said, you know, sometimes what what was important six months ago might be you know less important or or important in a slightly different way um, now. And and I like the way that you've got that ability to check back to it because for me it's been a little bit more ad hoc. So it's been more. Um, Usually, actually, when I get stuck and when I'm feeling, you know, like frustrated with something because I haven't got what, you know, everything the way that I want in a particular area, is actually stopping and pausing and going, okay, well, that area is, is the area of focus I want to have going forward. But actually, in the areas that I had set as my focus, I have done really, really well. And so mm. it's been almost a, once I find myself slipping into that, um, that sort of negativity that that's when it's been my reminder rather than having a regular time so I like that idea good I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this evening Sam so um, ah. we'll have to close it down there and we'll we'll speak very soon in the near future so take Great. care thanks Paul cheers bye 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 so in summary practice the 24 hour celebration period Find out a way that's going to work for you, a backpat or whatever, waving your hands in the air. If it suits you, it's working for you, that's great. Then take a few minutes just to explore the challenges and the achievements that you have been through over the last 12 months. Once you've been able to celebrate your achievements, think about your intentions for 2009 and make a record of them. It'll make it so much easier to celebrate them next year. Good luck. <laughs>